and welcome to Aussie Vision. This is Mike. And g'day, this is Dale. And we are here for our weekly update. A lot going on, as always, during the week, Dale. And uh, Border Force has allowed us to record today. <laughs> yes, we are allowed to record. It has been a, a big a big week in the news. Obviously, a lot happening in the tennis world. We're big tennis fans. We're going to the Australian Open next week. Mm, one of them, well, us two are. Maybe someone else might not be. <laughs> someone might not be. And I don't know if Serbia are going to give us 12 points this year. That's all I'm going to say. Yes, I wouldn't be relying on the Serbian tally vote for Australia. <laughs> I guess we'll talk a little more about the semi-final draw later. Let's hope if we get Serbia that we also get Albania. <laughs> Moving on <laughs> from on. on from these types of things, Dale. There was a national final this morning out of Lithuania. Pabondam Isniau did kick off. You got up at the bright early time of five o'clock in the morning to watch that. What were your thoughts? I did indeed. Yes. Um, nice to have some clear air for Lithuania for this one week because uh, there are three heats, two semifinals and a final, six shows mm. of Lithuania. Um, mm. Uh, mm. Look, it was, I was, a, the quality wasn't super amazing, but it wasn't terrible or anything. I don't think there was a lot, a lot of like novelty acts like you've seen in the past. I think there was just a kind of a general level of, of pretty okay music. Yeah, no, I thought it was terrible. Um, <laughs> the quality of songs. Look, I don't know if LRT are contractually obliged to do a six-week run of their national final because they just simply don't have the quality to entertain people for six weeks. Let's just be let's, let's be blunt about this. It, it was a the struggle qu- today. The quality of the songs were yeah. terrible from this morning, I have to say. Um, look, I f- think for them, shorten your process, put the money behind whoever's going to win and send it to Eurovision with some decent staging. But I guess we'll get onto that a bit later. We don't need 30-plus songs. Like, unless you're like a Sweden or like a, an Italy. A France. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to get 30 songs in anywhere that are going to be great. I think even if we had 30 songs in Australia, we'd exactly. get some dirge as and well. And it's a small country. And I don't know yeah. if they're really using their resources as they probably should be. Oh, well, look, we did have a winner. There was a song that did win the heat this morning. Somebody had to win. It was Erica Jennings with Back to Myself. I'm coming back to myself. I wouldn't want to be anybody else. I just my losing golden weather like a crown. I'm flying high, not coming down. Coming back to myself. Hey, hey. Erica is a former Eurovision competitor, so nice to see her back. And she's mm-hmm. done quite a few. Um, Lithuania national finals in her time won the jury six points with the tally vote uh, what did you think of this look I know you just said that the, the quality was not great but I actually think this was a decent little fun edm pop song yeah look it was probably the most bubbliest and easily palatable song that was presented this morning and it, it did have a decent little package there um, am I blown away by it is it something I'll be whistling down the street tomorrow probably not yeah, look, it was okay. Um, I, I thought she did a pretty good job. There's actually quite a lot of vocal for quite an EDM song. She does this kind of like, there's even a key change at the end that actually sounds quite difficult, and she kind of gets there. She did bring it vocally, I thought. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It had a lot of energy. It was the last song to be performed, and it kind of was like, oh, okay, maybe that during midway through would have kept this going a little bit more. Hmm, it, was kind okay. of, it ended on a, on a good note, at least. Well, that's good. All right, well, look, the other qualifiers, we're not going to play the songs from here, but look, we had Augusta or August with uh, Before You're Six Foot Under. 
I quite like that. It opened the show. Probably my favorite performance of the night. Kind of like a bit more like a rocky entry. I thought it was really good quality. Equal first in the jury. Four points with telly. I thought the song opened well. Um, she's got a real presence about her, so I liked her. She had my attention immediately. Unfortunately, I felt the song didn't go anywhere, really. We, we got our little rocky bit in the first 30 seconds to a minute and was just rinse and repeat for the next couple. Yes. Okay, well, we had Erta as well with Running Chords. Nice presentation, nice staging, quite well known in uh, Lithuania, but making a bit of a comeback. We did win the televote, but only four points in the jury. I thought that was okay. Yeah, it, I kind of got a Kruna vibe from this one. Uh, ah, Navena, yeah. yeah. Um, look, it was the televote favourite with this one. I thought it was one of the better staging efforts for the morning. Um, vocally, she was pretty good. It's just a very exposed vocal, and you have to be on it completely. couple of little flat spots here and there, but room to improve. I think she'll improve. As we said, she's coming back, so I think that one might keep going higher and higher. Um, Joseph June with Deadly. Dude in the pink um, suit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, woeful. I can't believe it qualified. I mean, that's... wasn't good. That's where we're at. I know. This, to be honest, yeah. I, I It's... This got eight yeah. points with the jury. Like, what were they thinking? Seriously. Yeah. All right, what about Mary Moe with Get Up? Forgotten it already. <laughs> and one that we did like, though, mm. Aloners. One point with the jury, but ten points with the televote. That kind of soft, rocky ballad. I think this song has a lot of potential. If he gets his staging right, a bit more presence on stage, I think this could do really well. It's kind of like potentially the B-grade Gabrasi of this year. Look, one of the better songs presented, definitely. Um, hopefully they can find him some sort of staging concept or something, because he basically just went out there, it looked like an audition, like a blind audition on The Voice, to be honest. There was no concept whatsoever. So give him a concept, give him something, and this could lift, because I think it is definitely one of the better songs from Heat 1. <laughs> you almost like just sound annoyed at... <laughs> oh, well, I kind of am. <laughs> I just, it's just, I just, what feels unnecessary. What's the point, really? I, I, like, really? Well, look, let's talk about the last couple of ones we're going to talk about, mm. and we can move on from Lithuania. Um, Voldemar. <laughs> now, he did really well last year mm. with that um, Fall Again, I'll Never Fall For You Again song, uh, make mm-hmm. a final difference, I think maybe third or fourth. Um, he went out today, only one point with the jury, five with the tally. Um, interesting wigs. Yeah, well, what was that performance? <laughs> Just what was going on? I mean, he looked like Deborah Harry and not like called Deborah Harry from the 80s, the way she looks now. Um, and... Like, they look like they just, you know, your kids dress up box when you say, go over yeah, and put something yes, on. Yes. And then all of a sudden they were on stage. Yeah. Just what were they thinking? It was, oh, it was not a good look. I, I like the, I'll give A plus for effort. They were tr- he was trying he really hard. Gave it a lot. He tried too hard. I think he was trying to be like, here I am being quirky. Uh, no, don't. <laughs> mm. Never do that ever again. <laughs> ever. And the last one we want to talk about is uh, Aldegunda. Um who did basically a kind of womanizer from Britney Spears knockoff, like you'd find at Kuta Beach in Bali. There were some elements of the song which were reminiscent of womanizer. I will agree with that. She gave it a bit, though, in the performance, but not enough to get over the line. Yeah, we, you can never understand what they're saying in, in Lithuanian, but we did hear Britney Spears mentioned quite a few times <laughs> from the jury during their little segments. Also, um, the lead singer from the group, is in the jury as well. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Hopefully we see maybe some improvement, some better songs coming in the next few weeks from Lithuania. Couldn't get any worse. 
During the week, though, we did have the announcement of another performer for Turin 2022. This week, it was Montenegro's turn. Uh, they have announced 35-year-old Vladana Vucinic, also known as just Vladana, would be representing the Balkan country in Turin. Now, before we have a little talk about her, let's have a listen to some of her previous work. Eurofans may remember Vladana from her participation in Montevizia back in 2005-2006, while the country was still part of Serbia-Montenegro at that point. Mm. Uh, Vladana's song will be called Breathe, and it will be performed in English, as she believes that will help it resonate beyond the Balkans. Now, interestingly, there may be an Italian version get recorded as well. They haven't decided on a Montenegrin version, though, yet. Oh, God. Well, what is with Italian this year? Uh They're very in vogue, aren't they? It's a very beautiful language to sing as well. Of course. Now, involved in the entry will be the composer Darko Dimitrov, who Mm. was involved in Tamara Tedeska's Proud. So she's got some chops behind this one. A little teaser has also been presented with her behind a piano. So I'm expecting a bit of a piano ballad here. What are your thoughts on Vladana, Dale? Well, I mean, number one, happy to see Montenegro back. I think that's the most important part Mm -hmm. here, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, Interesting teasers during the week about who the performer was going to be. Yeah, interesting. Not who I was expecting. Not that I kind of knew who I would be. But compared to who's been in kind of Montevizia in the past, I mean, she is a more experienced performer. Mm. Um, She's done quite a lot of different stuff. She's done a journalism degree, has her own fashion online magazine. Political science political science yeah, yeah and and does interesting kind of music but isn't i wouldn't say a consistent experienced career musician in mm. the last few years so this is quite a big step to go and do eurovision which sounded like her career was kind of bigger in the 2000s yeah it's an interesting one yeah she she seems very uh emotionally connected to this song as well so that's um, good yeah that's good so i think she's very proud of the song um hopefully she brings a package to it and she's got some you know backing behind her here so you're right let's great to see montenegro back and hopefully she she can really produce something they can be proud of yeah i do hope um you're saying proud there i do hope that they do have something (laughs) that is going to be a little bit more authentic than Proud was. You know how my feelings are on that song. Mm-hmm. The winner of the jury. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. basically, yeah, no surprise. I mean, it's something you it had all the the feeling and thoughts of something out of Melfest. Like, <laughs> I really hope there is a nice emotional connection there. Um, we'll wait and see. Uh, I'm, I'm not overly excited, but I'm intrigued to see what's coming from them. Absolutely. Great to see a Montenegro back. <laughs> Well, Michael, during the week, we did get the artists and songs from Latvia for Supernova 
2022. Mm. 16 songs and artists have been revealed, and there will also be a wild card round for the 17th participant. Oh, okay. Yeah. So interesting. So basically, they sent out 26 songs to radio. They all decided on the shortlist of 16. We're all going to get to vote, or at least Latvians are. I don't know if we can. On the others, and one person will get through to make up the 17th, 17th member. A lot of wildcard stuff going on this year. Yeah, always nice to see. Well, look, we're going to start off with one of the entries because it is from Eurovision royalty or recent royalty. Amanata from 2015 is taking part and she has a song, I'm Letting You Go. I'm letting you go. Pretty much over the last decade, the only two songs to make the grand final from Latvia has been Aminata Love Injected and the song she wrote for Jus with Heartbeat. Is she back to save Latvia and get them back in the grand final? Michael, what do you think of this song? Um, I like the song. I really do like the song. It's uh, really written in a way where you can see Aminata has been given the space vocally to make it very special. Uh, But it's very much just written for a jury song. Oh, isn't it just? Yeah. I, I, you get the feeling Latvia just, look, let's just make the grand final again. Mm. And the best way we can do that is to get a good jury score. Um, there is something about this song that leaves me a little cold. It feels a little clinical. Um, but it's a good song. It's, it's good. Um, and I'm sure, as I say, she will bring something to it which brings another level and then perhaps that's where the authenticity might come into it for me. Yeah, no, I, look, I, I see I see what you're saying here because I think you want to run to safety and get back into that grand final again of a dismal record in recent mm-hmm. times. It's a little bit like how a nook came back for, for Netherlands. Yep. And, you know, jury songs can feel a bit cold and emotionless sometimes to us, but it's the most surefire way to get points in a competitive process. That's important. Look at what Bulgaria do. Look what Australia's done in the past. You know, if you're going to get that jury score, you're going to do well. You're going to get in at least. And they just need to make that grand final because it's it has been dismal. I, I like it without absolutely loving it. So, you know, if they take it, it's a Eurovision worthy song. Is it a Eurovision amazing song? No, it wouldn't. It was not mm. get anywhere near my top. I definitely think it's it's worthy of the, mm. the Eurovision stage though. Yeah, and she's amazing, and it'd yeah. be amazing to see her back in there. Let's talk about some of the other artists. Michael Marcus Riva, he is back for the eighth time he has been runner-up twice got a bit of a boy band thing going on this year with his song Hmm. it didn't really strike me as one of his better um entries uh look it's fine it's fine yeah because the thing is i think this is actually quite a good selection there's a good variety in here Mm. and i i don't i'm not putting him towards the top let's put it that way yeah i tend to agree i don't think it's going to be eighth time lucky maybe he can go for the samatatina ninth Next year. <laughs> We've also got um, Mix Dukas, who's been in the previous couple of years. Very Musos, Muso type of one. Nice little number there. Yeah, yeah. he's always he's got a good vocal. I don't know about so much about if the song's bringing it for me. Right, we actually have three different acts that have a Eurovision connection from performing in the past. We do have Bermudi de Studis, which actually means Bermuda Triangle, and they've got the song Bad. Mm-hmm. Now, this duo are actually... Um, 
were called music and they are called music when they're being serious mm-hmm. and they competed in 2011 at Eurovision oh, okay. coming 17th in the semi-final mm-hmm. um, but then they have this kind of comedic fun approach and they're called something completely different so former Eurovision artists are there with that one with mm. the song Bad well it's aptly named I'll put it that way <laughs> I quite liked it actually mm-hmm. um, we've also got Bujans as well in that he, she, you and me song we um, love an LGBTQ uh, we don't anthem know, we don't know if it is but oh, it sounds like <laughs> definitely is <laughs> so um, members there competed back in 2009 uh, for Latvia as well and we also have Ralph Eilans who is doing the song Rich Itch as part of that uh, group he was part of Purr in 2013 with that Here We Go song. Oh, okay. Remember that Here We Go? Here mm-hmm. We... You know, came last in 2013, the semi-final. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing a consistent thing here for Latvia. <laughs> to be honest, that's one of my favourite songs in the whole selection. Oh, is it really? Love it. Oh, wow. Love it. Oh, okay. But look, there's got to be one we've got to talk about here, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, is City Zeni. Uh Eat Your Salad has had a lot of people talking about its lyrical content. Yeah, <laughs> so it certainly gets your attention very early there, Dale, doesn't it? Yes, it certainly salad's not the only thing on the menu and uh, <laughs> something might be happening that you don't want in front of your salad there yeah. happening. So, yeah, I actually think, though, the song is actually pretty good and I think it's actually got a decent chance. It's getting as, as many views as Aminata is. Televote coming for it. Mm. It's kind of a funky little song. No, I don't think it's a very good song, Dale. Look, I get it. It's got a hook. It makes you stand up and take notice straight away. But I think the whole thing drops away pretty quickly after that. Well, look, if you haven't heard the song yet, you probably need to go and listen to it. We're not going to play it. It does have some... It's not explicit in its... like It's not swear words, but you know, let's just say they're cunning linguists when they're talking about their song. Hmm. So the semi-final takes place on February 5th with the grand final a week later. So from the sounds of that, all 17 songs are going to be in the semi. That's going to be a cracker. Mm. We'll see how that one goes, but um, we don't have full details, but we'll bring them to you when we get them. Also announced during the week, Dale, was Romania's selection for Silesia Nacionala, one of our favourites, Dale. Uh, 46 competing artists uh, for this year. We'll get into the format in a moment. Um, <laughs> let's have a listen to one that has particularly caught our attention. This is Aris with Dosvidania. I'm not your Russian very familiar name involved in the writing of this song, Michael James Down, the Northern Irish songwriter, was worked on a lot of national final stuff previously, uh, including, of course, one of my favourites, Vida Underground, oh and I Will Not Surrender by Maxine's Vida, and yes. a few others. Um, never got over the line to the Eurovision stage. Do you think this could be the one that takes him there? Oh, I'm not sure, but I love it. Like, I mean, the thing is, this is... in the, We listened to the 46 songs, so you didn't have to. And um, look, there are some crackers in there. Hmm. You just never know what's going to happen in Romania. But it's going to be up there, right? As long as you can perform it, it's a fun song. Um, it's very much in the ilk of some of his stuff in the past. It's probably a lot of the stuff that we like 
of our particular demographic. Demographic is going to enjoy, I yeah. I do think this is something some of the kids will love. I think it's some of the old um, people been around forever will love. There's something for everyone in here, and it's just a fun song. And sometimes they do well. Look at Yodel for Romania, their best result and their last time in the grand final. So even though there might be better quality in inverted commas song, this one just grabs my attention. I want to listen to it over and over again. I am listening to it over and over and again. Probably first or second song of the entire year so far out of Eurovision season. It's certainly catchy, isn't it? There's <laughs> yeah. an immediacy to the song straight away. Um, I'm not so sure if it's a jury kind of song. No, it's not. <laughs> but certainly, definitely one more for the tally vote. Uh, and it did stand out. Look, obviously with 46 songs, there's still some chaff in there. What did oh. I say? You sort the hay from the chaff. There's definitely some chaff in there. But once you get it down to probably the, the 20 that will compete, I think we should have some good quality coming out of Romania. What were your thoughts on the general selection? Yeah, look, I think once we went through and I was like, look, which ones do I actually you know, really like? And I, I pretty much cut it in half to, I think, exactly 23. And so once you do that, once you listen to 46, you're like, oh, there's so much rubbish and you think it's a bad selection. But when you get down to the, the, you know, the good stuff, there's some really good songs. If you only heard 10, you'd be like, this is great. But mm. when you hear 46, you go, oh, God, some of this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like some of what they're doing here. You know, you've got the opera stuff. You've got mm. the usual kind of Romany sound that you hear with it a lot of rock a lot of italian mm, so yeah. a really <laughs> interesting mix of songs so i think we're going to get a diverse lot that go through the format which i'm not really quite sure about well i'm glad you asked about the format dale because let's talk <laughs> through that so the first part of this process now is the filming of the live performances so from that an expert jury will select the first 15 acts to go to the next stage a public vote on the romanian eurovision facebook page will then select five more acts which will make it 20. So that comes to our second part of the process. <laughs> this will involve a semi-final live show to be held on the 12th of February. Mm -hmm. The 20 semi-finalists will perform their songs live. Now, the performances will only be voted on by the jury alone. No tally vote. Ooh. With the top 10 acts pr uh, progressing through to the grand final. Then we make the grand final. God, why do they make these processes oh, no, so long? Which will be held on the 5th of March. So they're giving themselves a few good okay. weeks in between, probably polish a few up, etc. Yep. And then the winner will be decided from a combination of the jury vote and public SMS vote. Now, there's a little caveat with that. Viewers are only able to vote for each entry once per phone number. How can they, can they... Obviously something. So obviously they're trying to stop somebody jumping on and doing the 20 votes for their favourite song or, you know, particular stands voting for their um Because this their channel songs. doesn't get a lot of people watching their national final, so it is sometimes up for some televote shenanigans. Exactly, and we've seen that in the past. So it's interesting that they've put these caveats on, on the voting. Look, all I'm going to say is, like, get us on the panel instead of Weeby Blog so we can make sure Aris wins. <laughs> <laughs> Dos Vidania to go. Yeah, I, I will do it. Tell me whatever I need to do. I, want I will no, bribe. I want no part of that <laughs> whatsoever. None. Jokes, 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 jokes. <laughs> but looking forward to uh, Selexia Nacionala. I will say, if you've got the patience to listen to all 46, go for it. Probably do it in a few different stages. Uh, if not, wait for the 20, because I think once we get the 20, you'll be pleasantly surprised. And also, the Aussie Vision team are busy ranking the songs, and we are going to give our rankings which we normally do our top 10 so if you wait for that as well we'll have the playlist of those songs that make it and i reckon ours will because we've got given it two lots of 12 points so <laughs> let's see how the rest of the team vote
little bit of news this week that the semi-final allocation draw, very important as we know, mm-hmm. will take place on the 25th of January, European time. Don't know if that'll be the morning of us or the evening of us. We'll find out later at that point in time. But of course, it'll be 18 um, countries in each semi-final going through to a 25-nation Grand final, because of course you don't need six, you only need five, because we've got the, one of the big five hosts. Oh good, so we're back to an even number in the semi-finals at this stage. At, yeah, this, <laughs> at this stage. All right, good, that's good. Well, I don't think we're inviting Kazakhstan anyway, <laughs> what's going on over there? As I say, let's hope we don't draw Serbia, let's hope we draw Albania instead. Um, and also, it'd be interesting to see which pot we're in. I'm assuming, once again, we'll be placed with with the Scandinavians or the Nordic countries. Yeah, our voting pattern's been a little bit different the last couple of years than previous, but we either get put with the Scandies, the Plastics, the Barbies, <laughs> or we get put with the Misfits. Yeah, the odds of, and ends. The odds and ends. <laughs> you know, there's you Poland, know, Ireland. Poland, us. <laughs> yeah. Bulgaria, mm. some random. Mm. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see what, what happens with that. We'll all overanalyze it when we'll have absolutely no idea what's no. going to happen until we get all people the People start picking their... Uh, it's my favorite is when people start picking their qualifiers just, oh, no. from, just from the list of countries. <laughs> oh, that's it. They haven't through. heard a song. Haven't heard a song. Oh, yeah, they're in trouble. It's my favorite. <laughs> well, let's also look at the week ahead, Michael. Some exciting news. Monday in Europe time, Norway, Melody Grand Prix. We get all the artists and songs before any of the heats start this year. Really? Yeah. So they're all out, like all three-minute versions and everything. Yeah, as far as I know, that's, what, that's what's been indicated. Let's always wait until we actually have it happening, but I am saying it now, so I'm feeling pretty confident. Let's hope so. <laughs> well, that is what the process <laughs> is meant to be, and then we'll still have the same four um, semi uh, heats or semifinals as you go through each one. Still have people going straight through to the grand final, but they're just going to release it all in one hit this time. Yeah, I mean, what we've noticed... A lot from Norway is that since they've had the change in process, is semi-final one has dominated. Mm. So having those songs out and in the public domain for that amount has perhaps been an unfair advantage. True, I never rather thought of than that. A, you know your song only having a week before the grand final, you're now got like the same opportunity as everyone else. So perhaps that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it might have it might have brought up, and I love the way that Norway keeps tweaking with the process. So each year has been pretty much the same format with just some tweaks. They introduce a wild card. Now mm. we're going to get all the songs at the same time. They actually got the voting right last year. <laughs> so like these things, are, these yeah. things are improving. We like that. There's a lot of talk about Norway this year. There's a lot of bubbling talk about Norway being a contender. Haven't heard a song yet. But, exactly. <laughs> but but people have for some reason got this kind of. They've got the talk happening. So. Maybe for good reason, maybe not. They've been remarkably consistent over mm. the last decade or so, so perhaps they are banging on the door for another win. A little bit like the Netherlands leading up to arcade, so hmm. you never know. Hmm. Right, then we go to Wednesday, which is Finland. We're going to get the artists, no songs, for UMK again. Always a good little tight selection. When the artists come out, though, I generally don't know most of the time who they are. Yeah. They normally have quite a good mix of some new, a couple of like oldies or, or people that that may know. Yeah, you know, a country that um, focuses on quality and not quantity, <coughs> Lithuania. Lithuania <laughs> could um, learn a few mm. things from UNK, I will say that. Um, then we get to next weekend where we will have Melody Grand Prix heat number one for Norway. We will have Lithuania's heat two. Thank you, Kyriakos, for covering mm. that because I'll be watching MGP. Somebody has to. Yep, mm. and also Poland will be announcing their artist. Oh. 
next Saturday European time. We don't have the details yet, but um, let's wait and see what happens. Hopefully they can bring something uh, as good as they do to Junior this year. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. We like Poland. Well, that is everything on our agenda for the week there, Dale. Uh, as you've already run through, a bit happening this week. Really looking forward to Norway coming up. Yeah, indeed. And with Norway happening, one of our favourite nations, one of our favourite national finals, our bonus episode this week on Patreon is going to be our top 10 Melody Grand Prix songs. Mm. Not necessarily the best, but the top 10 songs <laughs> um, of the last few years since the Aussie Vision podcast has been happening. That's for all subscribers mm. of Patreon. If you're not a subscriber yet, the link and details will be in the show notes. Yeah. Thanks very much for joining us, guys. All right. Catch you later. Thank you.